0: What you're about to listen to is part of the Podgods Network. If you go to PodgodsNetwork.com, you'll find other great shows there too. Have a nice day.
1: My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit.
0: podcast i'm renata and it's episode 16 and with me but not actually with me through a screen of magical mystical i don't know what i was about to say but looking at a screen is
2: sanch hey Uh, everybody i was gonna say your intro was weird (laughs)
0: I, I love being weird yeah, but yes, it, it came
2: off like you almost forgot about me because you're like hey everyone it's renata and uh is episode <laughs> six yeah give me say hey um renata you <laughs> one of your co-hosts and also you know here's my other you're just my like, plan Mäh. is to
0: get rid of you yeah, so probably, hopefully like i all, could just have the show all to myself
2: yeah you're trying to start a show with all the instagram peeps
0: yeah because they love me more I mean, come on, guys, for real. You know, between me and us, you know, between us, we all know your Team Renata. Come
2: on. Team Renata. Also, not the competition. Forget you.
0: Forget you.
2: <laughs> TV version of The Breakfast Club.
0: Yay! <laughs> oh, God.
2: Right. Good times. Good yes, times. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a, a special episode. Weird. No, not weird. It's an actual special episode because this is a tribute episode. We've done this before. But this time, we thought it would be a perfect tribute today to be doing for Bob Hoskins. And we're like, perfect opportunity. We would do Who Framed Roger Rabbit. But obviously, before anything, before all of that, we have to do our shout-outs. Fans.
0: Okay. Our first awesome... Shout out goes to okay this is um someone I actually found really cool on Instagram it's called Daniel I think that's his name on Instagram and he's really interested in like putting a lot of videos up and he and it's a lot of famous horror movies and it's and he comments during all those um parts and he like makes fun of them and everything and it's just fun to watch and he's a big fan of the show and he likes all of our stuff and comments so thank you you are awesome and i love your videos yes that, i do like them i'm a big horror movie person um next shout out goes to the mat uh 1908 and he wrote such an awesome comment you know i think we were in like a um And we were talking to El Tino, he was like commenting and he was like, I actually want to read the comment since I have it out. It says, I was not a big fan of part two. And this is when we were doing the episode of Back to the Future part two. It says, but as a Chicago Cubs fan, it does give me something to look forward to. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work. One suggestion. How about the classic 80s movie um, Spies Like Us? We'll love to hear a review on that one. Also, Saw the new 80s-style movie is coming out called Ping Pong Summer with Susan um, Sarandon, Sarandon, thank you, and Leah Thompson, Stay Rad, which I thought was pretty cool. You know, he gave us something to look up. Then again, he told us that we were, like, awesome and everything. He loved our show. So we'll definitely do that movie, Spies Like Us, and I think we're definitely going to look more into Ping Pong Summer ping pong
2: (laughs) every time I hear ping pong I always just think of ping pong (laughs)
1: ping
0: pong (laughs) and uh, but his his name is uh, Matthew um, Howell so thank you Matthew and I believe that's the end of my shout outs do you have any shout outs
2: yes I do (laughs)
0: oh
2: that was so great (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: it was like so out of a try like yes I do yeah
2: uh well this isn't really a shout out it's just like nanner nanner it's mine is it goes to youtube des 13 uh the light switch even though I don't have it on my you know it's on right now the the freaking light switch for the monster squad is mine and will never be yours so uh-huh. take that uh, also, too, wait, did you just mention Hope and 714
0: Oh, no, I didn't. I mentioned her. I am so sorry, Hope. We became such good friends over Instagram. I'm sorry I didn't mention you. No, she's my friend. <laughs> on my personal um, uh, no,
2: Instagram. She's my friend on, on Brothers Bear also. So she's really cool. She's always, um...
0: She's closer with me, okay? Like, you know just what? No,
2: she's that. my friend. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so she's cool because she's really been, like, out, out there just, um... Really like supporting the show and everything, so that's really awesome of her. Um, anybody, this is this is a shout out to anybody who agreed with me about our our last episode of Back to the Future Two, saying it was the the weaker of the three. Um, for those of you who agreed with me, thank you very much. I highly, I highly doubt I had. A, I, I mean, I I really like. I love. I honestly, um, I love when people do things like that, like where they, 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 they tell us, they, they, they jump in and they tell us things, um, what you call it. So I, I honestly, I, I do love that about where they're like, Hey, you know, I agree with you, disagree or whatever. Like I love interaction with our fans. So this is an open invitation. People interact with us. If you, if you don't have Instagram, there's always our Facebook and you could always email us through our Gmail. So go through our Gmail And that, flat out, it's just written out as a whole. 88 and written words, miles per hour podcast at gmail.com. Or our Facebook. Find us there. But um, I think on Facebook is 88, right? As as a... Well, I don't know how it's written on Facebook. We
0: should do a hotline. I really want to hear how these people talk.
2: Talk? Talk. Does it sound like you? (laughs) Yeah. I didn't even realize that there's somebody... I just want to read this comment. uh, um, Because... Somebody had, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, someone, I I talked about Goonies, too, and someone left a comment saying, this scares me, eek, and then I I, I read him, how come, and I'm barely reading his comment now, and it says, sorry, didn't see your comment, some films I could handle them remaking, 20 years plus sequels, i.e. Indiana Jones or countless horror movies, most okay, but uh, inadvertently fall flat, I'm assuming that's what he was trying to say. And takes away something special from the original films. They screwed over the Lost Boys remake. The co- Well, of course they screwed over the Lost Boys remake. Because no one from the original film really was involved in it. It was just some company that said, Let's just make this movie and call Corey Feldman up and boom. So, of course that's going to be garbage. Um, let's see. Gorefest, Evil Dead. Is he? Oh, he wrote that weird. Um... I don't even know if that's what he meant, Evil Dead, because he spelled it weird. But I, I like the remake of Evil Dead, so I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, five Everyone's films
0: entitled that, to their own opinion, Sanj.
2: Yeah, I guess so. Other films, they're being Back to the Future, Goonies, and The Burbs. <laughs> you wouldn't want to see The Burbs remade, dude. That'd be so awesome, man. I love The You know, we got to do The Burbs. I really love The Burbs. No, actually, I don't want to see a remake of The Burbs. I'd rather see a sequel of The Burbs. I mean, that's really what we're talking about. He's like, but my baby, I might be a Scrooge, but I hope The Goonies 2 never happens Maybe some original storylines or our film plots would be a better idea than seeing what people used to look like twenty years ago, remaking them and marking them a sequel. I, I, is- I
0: could see, I could see where he's coming from. I don't because, but then again, like if the whole cast is still is going to be involved with it and it, it's going to show a lot of the old cast, not just like cameos, then I think it would be pretty good. Yeah, especially you know. I think they're all still pretty good actors. It's just that it's going to be weird, though, because Chunk's not fat anymore. You know? Uh, and, and, yeah, and, he's
2: all skinny. I mean, but they could rake that into the starring.
0: I mean, they, they could, and they could probably make jokes. Like, oh, like you decided to lose weight, Chunk. Like, you know, and he's like, shut up. Like, you, you could still have that, like, you know, like, like, little boy attitude where he's like, nuh Like, you know, because they're, like, still close, and they could still be, like, stupid with each other.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: I mean, who who knows what's gonna come out of Goonies two? Hopefully, the best, and I and I hope
2: for that. Yes, it it has to be the best. You know, what? I I mean, like like I said, it's people involved in the original that are doing this film, and that's really what I want to see. Like, you know, if you if you have everybody, all parties are involved. You got Spielberg, you got uh, Richard Donner, and then you have the cast. Like, they're they are all like. Th- that's what i want to see like you know and that that's really what i'm what i'm hoping like happens i mean yeah it could be garbage it could come out and you'd be like oh what did bur-? you know and it was a it was horrible trash but horrible uh terrible trash Whoa. but it, i mean it could be awesome you know and what if it is awesome and then you're like man i'm like i, I you know i almost missed out on this opportunity so that, that's why i'm i'm hoping um it it It's just, it's a hit. That's really what I hope for.
0: Oh, um, I went to the movies this weekend and I saw the trailer for A Million Ways to Die in the West. Oh,
2: you saw, wait, what first? What'd you go see?
0: I seen The Neighbors.
2: The Neighbors? Oh, okay. They
0: were, that was great. Okay. Seth Rogen did a really good job.
2: All right, cool. So Um, then, but you saw the trailer, right? What I was talking about?
0: Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. So,
2: (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, um, if you have yet to see, this trailer in the theaters, Renata is about to explain this awesome moment that you will, for fans, if you're a fan of our show, you're going to love this. So take it away, Renata.
0: Okay. So if you don't know the whole thing about A Million Ways to Die in the West, it's pretty much like a comp um a real slapstick stupid not stupid i should say stupid is the wrong word to say like a real just uh corny mel Brooks style of blazing saddles like a million ways to die in the west it's by um uh seth mcfarlane he's in it also he wrote the book there's actually a book of a million ways to die in the west so the book came out first and then it was the movie so you know how like um how like uh seth mcfarlane is a big fan of like certain movies like well, one in particular. Background. He's really
2: he's, huge in the 80s because they tend to do a lot of 80s references in freaking Family Guy.
0: Yeah, and even Teddy did a couple 80s.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's why I think he's just a huge 80s fan, to tell you the truth.
0: We should get it. It will be our, a dream to get him on the show. But <laughs> that, that's dreaming big here. Yeah. But there's no such thing. Anyway, um, so... See how, like, in part three of Back to the Future, how it's set in the Old West in 1885? Well, this takes place, I think it's in 1887
2: or 1888? I don't know, but it's around that
0: time. Maybe maybe it's the same year. Maybe it's 1885. Well, towards the end of the trailer of A Million Ways to Die in the West, Seth, Seth MacFarlane sees a barn, which is where... Um, no, I don't want to say that part. So he sees this barn, and he he sees a light shining, and he opens up the door, and he sees Doc Brown, covering the Delorean really quick, like he didn't want no one to see. He's like he's like, what's going on? And then he lays back, and he sits on the Delorean. He's like, oh, just just a weather experiment, and it's, <laughs> and, it's him, and it's and he he like she can say he's like oh, like, oh, okay, and then closes the door. It was the most surprising thing. I mean, like, I've heard rumors, like, you know, Sanchez's been telling me, he's like, oh, you got to see the the ending of Million Ways to Die in the West it has to do it back to the future. And I realized I was seeing it in the theater, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. And my boyfriend... When he saw it, he was like, oh, my God. He literally jumped out of his seat. Like, if you're such a huge fan, a huge geek of Back to the Future, and you see that scene, you're just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're, you're like, fangirling. <laughs>
2: like, yeah, sir. I, I honestly, I cheered when um, I, I saw that. I, I, like, cheered out loud. I was so, so into it. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I was all freaking out because I was like, dude, it's Back to the Future. Like, I love that they they went that route. Like, it goes to show that this movie takes place in the same universe. So that means Back to the Future takes place in that same universe. It, it's real.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I, I just, I thought that was just so clever of Seth to put that in there. But hopefully we're going to see more of You know the doc. I hope there's like more to the story, but if it's just that one cameo, I'll take it because like that's just something I just really, really enjoyed. I think Sam enjoyed as well. Like anyone who loves Back to the Future, of course, is gonna love love that scene. Of course,
2: I loved it. Did you?
0: But the thing, but the thing is though, you can only see that part in the theaters. Hear what I just said in the theaters. Don't text us. Well, I mean, like, don't comment and be like, I checked YouTube and it's not on YouTube. I learned the hard way, people. I've searched up and down when Sans told me. I said, it's not on YouTube. Where did you see this part? He's like, no, nerd. It's in the theaters. You have its own. That scene is only in the theaters. And I'm like, oh, OK. So lucky enough, I went to the theaters this yeah, weekend.
2: So that's the only way. Don't don't be a Renaud's over here and, and, you know, go on.
3: I'm going to
1: check YouTube.
2: <laughs> and then it's yeah, you're not going to find it. <laughs> Uh, and then here's my last shout out real quick this is my actual shout out to someone uh i forgot long ago i apologize but it's rusty spoons x underslash. uh she um she did something i don't know what she did i can't remember because this was an old i took a screenshot of it um but i oh yeah i just liked one of her images and she freaked the hell out like she's like oh my god like you know yeah i i i commented i said that's freaking awesome and then she's like oh my gosh you like my photo and i'm like of course it's awesome i don't remember the photo because i just took a picture of the comments and she's like that made my day i could probably find it but she was um she just got so excited you know you know she's like a young girl and she was just like happy And, and she started liking like all our images so i told her i'm like and I'll give you a shout-out. She's like, oh, are you serious? Like, that's so awesome. So, you know, there you go. Rusty Spoons, X underscore. Uh, there's a shout-out that Ad promised long ago. I apologize. I never did it
1: because
2: <laughs> I forgot. Aww. But I found it. I found that image. I was like, I need to give it to her. So so there you go.
0: Oh, wait. And one more. We must congratulate again. 805P only yes. our fan package. Congratulations.
2: Yay. So okay, fans. We
0: keep it forever. It was Sanchez's <laughs> fault
2: yeah well it was just like i i apologize um my i you know just i was going like it's like you know renata had midterms i'm going through craziness right now uh my my song of the week 80s song of the week I, it's inspired it's just like oh it's a perfect choice for that um but yeah uh we remember we did our drawing i did a video and op. I apologize you had to remind me <laughs> <laughs> but um at the same time the thing is it's like i have uh when it comes to brothers where i'm so immersed in that where I, I control that renata's supposed to control this for me so she didn't even remember herself so i'm like damn it renata like get on it you know so instead it, it was 8050 pete that had to remind us but fans if you're listening right now you're like i don't care i didn't win i'm like no here's the thing we're gonna have another big contest since it's the beginning uh, the middle of may we're not gonna have anything for may Huh?
0: Tell them every month.
2: Yeah, well, Well. I mean, just not for this month, because it's already in the middle of the month. But starting June and every month, we're going to be having a contest. For this month, it was just like, the geek package is always going to be different. This geek package, uh, he's going to be getting a, a DVD, an 80s DVD movie, and brand new comic books. So I'm going to be sending them out to him. But we're going to be doing that to our fans. But we're we're going to be making it so you guys... um. just it's your fandom for us so showing us that you're fans we're going to come up with the contest so we're going to have a unique idea so starting june and every month there we're always going to have you know so you'll be winning prizes from both myself and renata so cool little geek packages for our fans and all just by being fans and listening to us and we want to it's our way of like thanking you for for just you know downloading our show for listening to my stupid voice right now that's mm-hmm. why we want to thank you and you know kind of give you a I'm sorry for having to hear the annoying voice of Renata <laughs> yeah
0: I, I do have an annoying voice I say talk I say what else I say now nah, you-
2: a bunch of guys love your stupid accent I mean well it's not stupid your dad's gonna hear that be like hey wait a minute you're not dumb um no, that's they not what I meant they love
0: my accent <laughs> but a lot of guys
2: <laughs> do like they're like ooh I like you I mean I always like tease it I find it funny you know cause it's I, I'm not used to it you know but um but yeah, so uh, yeah, so there we go, ladies and gentlemen. All right,
0: ladies and gentlemen. No, seriously though, thank you so so much, and like from me now, and um, like I I just love hearing what you have to say. I love when you con- I like when you old guys get excited when we put like a new picture up of like the the next movie that we're going to be talking about, and I I just love seeing that. It makes our day.
2: All right, we're not gonna waste. Any time. I mean, because sometimes when we could talk about movie, we could go on and on and on. But we, we figure we're just going to get into it now. Uh, you know, Renata doesn't have her fashion beat. And Sanchez soundtracks, I mean, I'll just talk about it during this whole thing. But, like I said, you know, the geek world, you know, lost an awesome guy. We lost Mario. We lost Shmi. We lost Eddie Valiant. And, uh, Bob Hoskins, you know, he died from, you know, uh, complications through Parkinson's. He, he, developed, you know, he had in 2012, he actually retired from acting due to, you know, Parkinson's and, you know, two years later he passed away from it and, you know, and it's, it's sad, you know? And, um, so we thought like, you know, uh, when we posted about it and a lot of people, it's like, they were remembering like, oh, I love them in this. I love them in that. I love them in this. And there's so much stuff that, that he, you know, he had done that I just started seeing in posts and comments that people were like sharing with us and I was like, Yeah. I was like I-, I agreed. I was like, wow yeah, no, this move oh he was good in this Like, Even on my other on my other page, you know, Brothers Bear I was I was posting about, you know I actually posted um uh, what you call it, uh Unleashed. There we go. Or, you know, Danny the dog. Um is it Danny or Yeah, um so i was just talking about i'm like oh i love him in this movie and some people were like i don't even know what's in that but i felt like you know we we like we have to pay tribute and i've been wanting to do this movie for a while so we felt like it like it would be perfect let's do who framed roger rabbit in tribute to bob hoskins and also too we love you know who framed roger rabbit so i thought i was like all right so this week our movie today is who framed roger rabbit So Renata, as always, I let her go first. So take it away, Renata.
0: Well, um, I love, love the movie. I mean, if you're a big kid inside who doesn't love a bunch of cartoons and Acme, always, you know... Just making things worse for the coyote, you know. The, like, <laughs> the, pro- the products never work. I mean, I don't know why he never switches to a different brand of dynamite or explosive. He just keeps going to Acme. Like, he's like, oh, I guess this is the only one in town. No, but <laughs> enough with that. I just, I just always had that beef with that one cartoon. It was just like, I, I, that was, I mean, I loved it. But I kind of wanted the coyote to win sometimes. Because it was like, me. Meet me and I was just like retarded. He would always go away. <laughs> but anyway, um I love the movie. If you don't know what it's about, obviously if you're watching this, you do know what it's about, but I like to explain a little well, bit. Well,
2: obviously if you're watching this, please tell me how because there's no way you could be watching this.
0: Hey, what if somebody is maybe they just really like the show and they like to like listen to like, you know, what this with How the are they going to watch this? No one could watch this I Everyone mean, listen, listen, listen. listen. Listen, sorry.
2: Listen, Linda.
0: <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. I'm going to start saying it to myself like a weirdo. Um, yeah, but I'm going to explain it anyway. So.
2: No, I have no issues with you explaining it. It's just, <laughs> you're saying, if you're watching this, I'm like, no one's watching us. Um, know, hopefully one day happen. they are. I'm watching you. <laughs> you're That's what watching I mean. me. Like,
0: I, like I'm. What do you I'm mean? So that's what you
2: mean. you're not referring no, like, okay, to me. You're referring to the moment. To like, see how
0: I'm like I'm talking to you right now, and like I'm actually seeing well, I'm you. I'm
2: talking to you too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Whatever. I'm t- I'm tired of explaining myself. Yeah. These so this thing. is the final episode. The obvious, you know, I give up.
2: <laughs> oh man. Actually, you can't even watch me with the lighting right now. I uh, all, all you see is like glares of my glasses. Like you can't even really even see Dude, me. Dude, you
0: look a spook. You know, all I see and is your I'll... beard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, anyway. So it, to our audience who are listening, tell them what is who framed Roger Rabbit or the plot or whatever.
0: The storyline, thank you.
2: <laughs> the, yeah, the plot. So the yes, basis.
0: So it starts off um a normal car, uh Sunday morning cartoon looking like um with Roger Rabbit and I think it's um
2: or the synopsis. There you go. Okay, Give the us synops- the synopsis. Don't the synopsis. don't explain the whole movie. You Give know, us the synopsis of what the film the is.
0: So, it starts... It, okay. I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I don't know how to explain the right, story. Explain
2: it how you would explain it then.
0: I can't, know because you're going to, like, make fun of me.
2: No, I won't say wasting anything. wasting
0: time, okay. I'm just going to explain
2: it. explain yeah, <laughs> no it.
0: Okay. So... Roger gets framed... Because the boss of Acme Products...
2: You literally could have just said that. Ac- uh, Roger gets framed. That's it. That's your whole explanation. I know. I feel like this.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the boss of Acme Products was killed. And he was supposedly playing patty cake. Well, we all know what patty cakes stands for
2: uh, with, with I,
0: his wife, Jessica Rabbit. I have
2: issues with that already. What? No, no, no. Keep going. I'm going to bring all this up later, like, about my issues with the film. Because okay. as much as I love the movie, I have a lot of issues with this damn With things that happen in this movie, but go on.
0: Yeah. So, so Jessica is playing Patty Cake, and I'm doing quotes. I'm like, no one
2: can see I'm, you. Watching my- I'm doing
0: quotes. Patty Cake. And, um... I should
2: just be recording and post it, man. I
0: know. Here, wait. Re- record me really quick.
2: Hold on. All right.
0: <laughs> 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 so here All you right, go. Okay. For
2: you special fans, this is uh... okay.
0: So okay. So, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is about Roger Rabbit, who gets framed because the boss of Acme Products is killed because they think it's him because his wife Jessica Rabbit was playing patty cake and we all know what patty cake is patty cake. well you know what that is an affair okay an affair so yeah jessica rabbit was supposedly having an affair with the boss of acme products and they think it was roger who killed him but it really wasn't true so eddie valiant who is a drunk he was a supposedly a detective or pretty much like a no, hero he is for... a
2: detective <laughs> but not I mean, supposedly like, he, reti- he is valiant and valiant
0: but he was retired he's a drunk
2: no he yeah. was he wasn't retired he was he was an alcoholic but he still did he still had a job I mean he was still but he wasn't
0: doing it for the looney Tunes he was like at that point like he was like oh I'm done with tunes
2: well yeah but he was still working for the you know the everyday man you know he was still out there he's just he was an alcoholic that's all it was but he was an alcoholic for a reason
0: yeah so he gets involved because there's money involved and he's just a, It was probably to buy more booze and just to pay off other people that he owed. And, you know, he gets caught up in this whole hoopla with Roger. And, you know, they become like, well, Roger wants to become his best buddy, but Eddie finds him annoying. And, you know, and it's just like this whole like adventurous, chasing, romantic, funny movie that deals with a lot of Looney Tunes and crazy cartoons and people. It's fun
2: and that is Renata's synopsis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I could have like, because I, I didn't know exactly how to put it because there's just so much going on.
2: Let's I see, uh, let me see if I could do it. Alright, you know, Who Framed Roger Rabbit we'll is the story of a cartoon character who's wrongly accused accused of murder and, and, just by fault or by, associ- guilty by association, the detective who, who basically stored that pot of like, taking the photos mm-hmm is now in charge of helping this character be freed from all charges and hilarity ensues in the end.
0: Yeah, I sounded like a piece of shit when I just said that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I kind of messed up towards the end, but I mean, that's basically what it is. A cartoon character is wrongly accused of murder, and now a detective who hated working for Toons is now helping a Toon to free him from all crime and find out the mystery behind the murder. Really you should have
0: left is. me alone. Now I sound like a dummy. <laughs> I hate you. See, he does that on purpose, people. He does that so he I sound like a dumb redhead.
2: But our fans love that. They leave us comments saying, "I like the, but you know, burr. Or, I don't know what they say, but they the say that's right. And that Q and A, the stuff they told us about us, so you know. We you know. But yeah, okay. So Renata loves the movie. Um, like, I all right. All right. What is your issues? Tell us what your issues no, are. No, before I get to my issues, I just want to point this out to my fans. Earlier in the week, Renata had called me and um, she called me no. and it was something she wanted to tell me. She's like, no. oh my gosh. No. My, no. like." She mentioned <laughs> something God, no. that her parents were like, are you serious? He's like, you know Santos like is going to yell at you. And she's like, what? No. And she's like, oh my gosh. You, and I was like, what? What? What is She's like, I got to tell you something. And her parents were like, are you seriously going to tell him this? Like, oh my gosh. Like they were just like, you know, getting on her case about it. So I'm like, what, what are you going to tell me? I'm like, what? you know, and I, I didn't, I didn't know. Like, and then I was thinking like, I, I don't know what came to my mind. Like what, what happened? I was like, all right, whatever, you know? So what is she going to say? And then she tells me, I had never seen who framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> so when she watched it to get ready for this episode it was the first time she had ever seen the movie so when she mentioned that to her parents her parents were shocked you know but then again hey renata you could blame put all blame on your parents because they never introduced you to the movie when you were a kid see i'm
0: suffocating myself with a pillow now
4: (laughs) (laughs) oh man (sighs)
0: <sighs> why did you say that you totally destroyed it because it's
2: funny you know i think i think our fans are laughing right now i guarantee you you know they're right there being like ah she never seen the movie but it's okay you know right.
0: like but you know what the funny thing is i'm surprised i never saw it because i was so obsessed with cartoons and the show looney tunes and all like them like i have all the seasons of the looney tunes on no. TV Day, and I watch them, and I know them all. I don't think there
2: were seasons, because they were just shorts. They weren't on oh, television. Oh, excuse
0: me. I'm sorry. Volumes. Vo- like, volumes. Volume Say it right.
2: Volumes. Thank you. I
0: don't know why. It's seasons, volumes. But they were volumes.
2: Okay. And- so, since this was the first time you had ever seen the movie, like, you're right now, 2014, watching a movie that was released back in, what, 1980, 87, right? No, 88. This was... Re- oh, actually june 24th 1988 was the year this was released the budget of 70 million while in the box office made 329 million dollars it was a massive hit directed by robert zemeckis produced obviously by you know freaking frank marshall and and um actually spielberg was also in charge of 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 producing you know behind this you know he helped uh i'll get into that but yeah so you know and start some great people but anyways i just want to point to that because we always say the year the movie was released and so on and so forth but um okay since this movie taking place in 1988 i mean that doesn't take place in, it was released in 1988 and you're watching it for the first time of 2004 what it, uh, 2014. What did you think? Like, what what were your thoughts behind this movie? It's like, does it hold up? Does it look good? Like, does it look crappy? Like, was the story great? Were you bored? Like, what 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 did you feel? This is your first time seeing it.
0: As a, as a first-timer, I really, I, I loved it. I even thought the graphics and, like, the editing, like, like just, like, the graphics alone for, like, the, the 80s, I, I still think it was really good. Like, to have, like, cartoons and, like, you know, like, like a real person talking... And like you know, and that's really hard to do when you have no one beside you. And like you know, and you're you're talking to somebody, and it actually looks like the cartoon is actually inside the picture. And like you know, the the, the special effects are great. I thought it was funny. Like I, I'm just a big goofball, and I still crack up at cartoons. Yeah. So I I laughed a lot. But the one thing that really that really shocked me was how much of the adult references are in that movie. And 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 like he uh, Eddie curses in like one part where he's like, "Son of a bitch" or something in front of a cartoon, like yeah. a kids cartoon, and it's and I'm and I'm just like, "Oh my god!" And not that I had a problem with it, it's just that like, when you see like movies like this today, they're
2: they're
0: rated G all the way, like no sign of like adultness or whatever. Well, this
2: this wasn't a kids flick. That's the thing. I know. I know. There's... But I'm saying like it, it
0: had like a lot
2: of like. Yeah. well here's the thing yeah there's cartoon characters but this was supposed to be outside of the cartoon world because they're they're all adults so this is like the you know it's like seeing a movie with actors and you're seeing how the actor are but it's it's almost like watching this is the end because this is the end is like okay there's they're the actors and then here's their real life like this is how they are in real life you know and that's what this movie was portraying was like You know, they're all actors, they're making movies, you know, but this is their real life, you know. So, that's why this movie was released under Touchstone Pictures. And those, what Touchstone's Pictures was for the time when that that studio was made, like that that production company or whatever, those releases were supposed to be the mature audience release movies. So, whenever, like, Disney wanted to release a movie, like... You know, and there's like, all right, we, we don't want it to be just flat out a kid's movie. We want to, you know, to attract an older audience, teenagers, adults, so they would release it on their touchstone. So this movie was actually a touchstone release. It's actually Nightmare Before Christmas was actually also a touchstone release. Uh, that's still, you know, <laughs> Disney owned, but they wouldn't have Disney. Because also, too, the way they saw it was if they had Disney, like people right away, especially teenagers, would be like, Disney, I don't want to see it. It's a kid's movie so they're like all right we got to do something that we could release so we could target toward a mature audience and it also made it safe because if you release the movie with the disney name people would right away be like that's a disney movie oh boycott burr. you know so that's why so it, it's okay that there was mature themes in it i mean constantly he's drinking he's on honestly drinking and i remember seeing it, that year 1988 i remember we went to the puente hills and amc 10 the amc that's right across the street from where they filmed the back to the future and i remember seeing it as a kid and i loved it but there was a lot of adults there but the thing was it's like there were certain jokes i didn't get until i was an adult like the one that i remember i was shocked not shocked like oh my gosh but i was just like wow this whole time i had no idea was when he first shows up at Ac- acme uh warehouse he shows up there and there's that guy he's like hey guys get a load of this and then he pulls out the mallet and then it shoots out and he goes hey didn't you used to be eddie valiant i heard you change your name to jack daniels and they all laugh i never knew that as a kid i I never (laughs) got that joke as a little kid until i was older i was like oh (laughs) i get it jack Daniels." it's almost like that scene from freaking honey i shrunk the kids french class ah you know and i laugh you know it's like the end of the movie he gets it that's how i was i got it i was like oh it's jack daniels so he's because he's an alcoholic i get it burr you know so yeah so that's why so (laughs) it's why there's a lot of mature and adult themes in this movie because it wasn't really a disney release it was but it was also through amblin entertainment and that's spielberg's company and it was also through Touchstone pictures so that's why they were able to get away with more mature themes.
0: Wow, you settled that for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I mean, because, you know, and I was confused, be- not not confused, like, I was confused because of that, and I'm like, you know, there's a lot of, you know, cartoons in here, and, I mean, like, I knew, I knew there had to be some type of adult, you know, humor. I thought, like, because at the time when I was watching it, I thought it was a kid's movie, but, um... no. Clearly wasn't, <laughs> especially with Jessica Rabbit. You know how she's dressed and everything.
1: Yeah.
0: Hot damn, Sam.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, funny thing is, I'll actually take a picture of. It. I actually have a towel, a Disney towel that has Jessica Rabbit on it, and she's laying down, and she has like a Hawaiian flower in her hair, and, it, and it's yeah. supposed. To... Yeah, I'll take a picture of it. Sunday. It's, it's really cool. Cu- it's
2: really
0: cute. Oh. It's adorable.
2: So yeah, so that's why Touchstone Pictures um, ha- has a lot of those uh, big releases. Um, you know, Ernest goes the camp. <laughs> uh, you know, that's why I said like there- there's a lot of movies that they did. I mean, one of my favorites, The Royal Tenenbaums, that was also Touchstone. You know, and it's and uh-huh. it's-, it's 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 hidden. It's Disney. But it's hidden. And that's how they get it. It's it's, it's the mature release, you know, uh, movies. Uh, and that's why a lot of people now, if you look at Nightmare Before Christmas, now, now they'll say Disney, Disney, Disney. But back when, when it first got released, it wasn't Disney. It wouldn't say Disney on it. It would just be Touchstone Pictures. And, but now that, you know, Nightmare's a huge hit for them and everybody loves it. Now it's like, oh, no, no, yeah, that, that, let's put Disney. You know, so, but, uh. You know how you brought up Jessica Rabbit's dress? Yeah. Okay. I see. This is the thing. Since you had never, you had never watched uh, anything. Um, if you had never watched anything, uh, or you've never seen this movie, so I don't know how much knowledge you have about stuff. But when you're talking about Jessica Rabbit's dress, there is a huge, huge controversy when it comes to this movie. Disney has always been like known for. For stuff that like you always hear, it. Little Mermaid, the box cover art you see, you know the the, the shapes of the castle look very phallic. You know, um, in the rescuers, the the original, the rescuers, there's a, a one one frame right there where like the there it's on the seagull, they're dropping down, and in one of the windows you see a woman topless in there. You know, there's always been things hidden in, in Disney movies, and some that just people assume. Well, one of the things was was when when Who Framed Roger Rabbit was released on Laserdisc. It was told that if you freeze frame that scene where Benny the Cab comes out of the tunnel, you know, where they film Back to the Future, that tunnel right there in Mm -hmm. part two, and he goes over the dip and they crash and they fly out the car. There's one quick frame where Jessica Rabbit's spinning and her legs are wide open and you can see the animators animated lady bits, you know. And when that was revealed, like, hey, you can see that people went crazy and went out and bought up freaking laser disc like crazy because that was the first time you could go frame by frame by frame and view it is it true or not you can see it doesn't I don't know I mean if you try to look at it now current releases you won't find it but you know on YouTube you could probably find an old clip and all that but like there was <laughs> there was crazy stuff like that also another scene that's kind of odd is you know right in the beginning where, where um, Roger Rabbit doesn't see stars he sees birds he's like he's like god he's like God damn it, Roger. He's like, he's like, he's like, rabbit, you know, sea stars, not bird stars. He's like, what is this? A tweeting bird? A tweet. And he smacks it. And then that's he's like, um, uh, what's his name? Baby Herman gets pissed off and he starts walking away. While he goes under a lady, they say that he looks up puts his thumb up, touches something, and you see him kind of drool a little bit, like, oh, yeah, like, he just did something naughty. And those oh, are, like, crazy I... things, yeah, like, that that people have been talking about on the film. And then, I mean, I well, had he to... Smacks
0: the, he smacks the girl's butt, like, you know, when he's in the crib in that one scene.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, there's a lot
0: of references. God damn it. Not
2: references. There's just a lot of stuff. References is when they're making a reference.
0: I like, it references sex. Like, everything.
2: There's, like... Oh, yeah, yeah everything. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff in that movie that's, like, really, like, hidden or you can see. Um, like, for instance, there's a, there's a part where when Roger Rabbit, he's all sad, he's crying after he finds out his wife was playing patty cake and he sits down on the box and when he's sitting in the box, he goes, please, or whatever, he's all crying and he's looking at his, his wallet and all the pictures. The last picture, there's a hidden Mickey right there. Well, it's not really a hidden Mickey, it's flat out Mickey. It's, it's quick. You have to freeze it and it shows, like, the wall, of, like, all the, the... It's, like, a famous restaurant in Hollywood where they used to have, like, hand-drawing uh, pictures of all these movie stars. And there's a picture of Mickey Mouse. Also, an actual hidden Mickey is the part where... Is that where, the Brown Derby? Hmm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Good job, sir. Um, I mean... Oh what? I <laughs> and then also, too, the actual hidden Mickey is the scene where, where Bob Hoskins, when he first, you know... He, he does the merry-go-round thing, and he's like, my, you know, my, no, 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 no. I can't think of the lyrics right now. Mm-hmm. But when he's holding those balls before he juggles them, he's holding them in the shape of a Mickey head. So mm-hmm. there you go, Hidden I did, Mickey. I can see that. So there, there's a Hidden Mickey for all you Disney fanatics, like your mom. She's a huge Disney fanatic.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, yeah. So, um. So uh, a- anything else you want to attribute before I start getting into all the crazy nonsense of Who Framed?
0: Before you geek out, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I really enjoyed it. I, re- I really, really, really liked it. It was actually, uh, it was. Re- oh, I mean, like, I don't want to get into that because I think you're gonna handle that.
2: But no, just
0: it, say it. Who cares? Okay, it was, it was really dark.
2: Yeah.
0: Like I mean, killing. Like I mentioned to you this on the phone. You were like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, what I was saying to Sanch was um, there's a part in the movie where, like, there's this, like, gas or, like, really gastric juice, like, really just dangerous toxics mixed together, and it's supposed to kill toons. So there's this cute little, the dip. like, like you know, shoe, and he squeaks. He's like, e, e- and he, like, leans up against uh, Christopher Lloyd's character. I forget what
2: his name is. Judge Doom.
0: Judge Doom. And he like cleans off to him and he it picks him up. He was like he just drops him in there and I'm like, Huh oh. I was like, Why would he do that? It was like that's so horrible. And he killed a tune. Like flat out. Like there was like they didn't you know how like when they like for usually like, kids' movie when they see si- when something somebody dies, usually they'll show like the people watching, they'll be like, Ooh, or like you know, something like that. Like they don't see it actually happening. Yeah. They they show people's reactions but you saw it happen and i was like oh my god see but, and
2: that's that's what i why i wanted you to like earlier be like shut up shut up because i wanted to get into it and that's one of the things that th- there's there's two scenes that um i really have like F-you moments for that um that just bothered the hell, of, hell out of me. And, uh, you know, for those of you who don't know, fu moments are stuff that I do on my other podcasts or just in general in life. I've been doing them for years where it's just like <laughs> I see something that I point out and bothers the hell out of me. And I'm like, seriously. And I'm like, you know what? you, Like, and I say it to whatever I'm ranting about? They're my rants that I have. Do you want me to go fucking trash your lights? Do you want me to fucking trash them? First off. OK, what the hell did that shoe do? Like, seriously, he's a judge, right? Judge Juman's a judge. As he's talking about, you know, we got to show, you know, we got to show that tunes need to respect the law when he snaps on. Okay, you got to show tunes they need to respect the law, right? And then he talks about that, how he gets them, we got to trial them, you know, whatever, uh, and, and then execute them, you know. So if they're found, you know, find them guilty and then execute them. I can't think exactly... What lines he said um, at the moment. I mean, I just saw it too. But regardless, he's talking about that you basically we're trialing them. We're, you know, we're and we're gonna find them guilty and then we'll execute them. Right? That shoe did nothing wrong. So right there, Judge Doom already murdered someone for no damn reason. Cops all around and they didn't even stop and be like, well, they they could have. He's a judge. I don't know. You know, disbar disbar him or something like that. But it it wasn't even fair for the shoe because again, what the hell did that shoe do? What she is he guilty rights? of? He 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 murdered some. He put sentenced someone to death for no apparent reason. The shoe did nothing wrong. So how is it that the shoe deserves to die? Even as in what for an example? No, you murdered a shoe. You are in even though he bought his way into the elections. It doesn't matter. You're flat out right there, not even sentencing a shoe for doing what? Kind of being all cutesy on your leg. And you, it, right there, Judge Doom. Obviously, they should have looked in and got him and be like, wait, 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 you just murdered someone. Why, why was he guilty? None of the cops did that. So at that point, it's like, alright, we, you know, boom, they go to got him, found out that he's a freaking cartoon, and the story would have been over. So that's my first issue, you know, that I had. Um,. Another issue is like I mean, I don't know, maybe since I'm on my ranting rage, I'll get into it now because I, I, who knows if we'll start bringing about this. At the end of the movie, once everything is solved, everything's fixed, you know, Judge Doom, you find out he was a cartoon all along wearing a rubber mask and all the tunes come out, they all file out and they're like <gasps> he's like it's like, ooh, you know, he was like he's like uh, where's all the things? He's like he's like, Oh real boy, you know. Or he's like, Oh, or whatever. They all say, damn it, I can't think about everyone's lines right now. Because I'm in my ranting mode, but, like, all the characters are, like, you know, they start, he's like, they're, like, um, they freak out because they're, like, you know, he wasn't this, he wasn't that, he wasn't this, like, you know, you know, he. You know, I'll tell you one thing, he weren't no rabbit or a duck or a, or a boy or the wooden boy, you know, like, they say all these things. Well, anyways, when, when, when they're right there, they're, like, oh, man, we're gonna lose the will. I wish we could find the will. And then that's when, at that moment, you know, Eddie Valiant realizes, he's like, hey, you know what, Roger, here. He's like, remember that poem right here? Read it. He's like, dear Jessica, how do I count thee? I, Marvin Acme, sound, mind, and body. It's the will! And everyone's,
4: oh, you know,
2: you know, I decree this and that You know, to us tunes, yay! And everybody's cheering. Everybody's happy. Why? Because they were just saved. Their lives were in danger. They needed that will or it would have been done over and that would have <laughs> been the end of the tune. So they needed that will out of all the people everybody right there you 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 see a pan shot all the tunes cheering you see one a-hole one bastard who with a smug look on his face who doesn't give two s's about his life and it's freaking bugs bunny when that shot pans you see everybody up and cheering you know even mickey mouse everybody's excited why because their lives has been spared for the exception of one, you see you see Bugs Bunny, and he has this smug look on his face, and he's slowly clapping like, yeah, whatever. I'm like, you're an a-hole. Your life was just in danger. Why aren't you cheering then? I'm like, everybody else is cheering but you. Why aren't you cheering? And then another thing, it's like, you could say, oh, well, that's Bugs Bunny's personality. Yeah, right. At the end of Space Jam, when they won their lives... From imprisonment, from the freaking aliens. Oh, he was happy and cheering. Yet at that moment, his actual life of being killed, murdered, taken away through freaking dip, it, it, he doesn't care. Like what an a-hole. I'm like, show some more respect, man. This, these people just saved your lives, and you can, and you're just gonna be like, man, you know, nah, man. I'm like, I'm like, you know, what, f you, Bugs Bunny and <laughs> and Judge Doom, because it was like, it just, it does two things that really fully. Pissed me off about this movie because honestly, that shoe didn't deserve to die. Never had There's n- that shoe was not guilty. Judge Doom should have been done over with, arrested for that. And Bugs Bunny you're an ace. Seriously, man, you and me, we're fucking done professionally. Fucking ass.
0: Very good. I actually <laughs> agree with you. And I remember seeing that with Bugs Bunny, and he's just like, yeah. Mm. I thought that was kind of weird. <laughs> I was like, but I didn't say anything. I was like,
2: yeah. Yeah. So. Since this is Bob, we're talking about Bob Hoskins, I want to say his portrayal of, uh, of a freaking, uh, uh, you know, a detective, you know, this guy. Like, I think he was really doing, trying to do a Boston accent. Um, he, um, I mean, for him being a Brit, and it, it, it was cool. Like, their decision to use Bob Hoskins was really, like, wow. Because at the time, you would think, like, okay, this is a big movie. You know, Spielberg's involved. You know, you got Zemeckis off, you know back to the future like like you know he was he was like a hot hot commodity at the time like oh yeah you know this guy did back to, it was a huge hit for us so it's like you would think like all right you they would go with someone big but i love that they went with someone you know that really wasn't known here it's like yeah he did a certain movie that won him either he won an oscar or was nominated for an oscar i can't remember but that's where they gained the the like the opened up their eyes the producers were like hey who's this guy like let's you know, but still, like, he, for American audiences, he wasn't really at the time, like, well, when I saw the movie, I'm like, I don't know who this guy was as a kid, but it was still cool because it's like, wow, like, it really stood out. At this To me, was, like, at that time, an unknown actor hanging out with, with freaking, you know, all these characters, all these cartoons. So, I, I really, you know, his acting, like, he just, I mean, I hate drinking. I'm not a drinker, but he made drinking seem cool. Like just there, he takes a swig of his like scotch and all that. He's like, he's like, you know, scotch on the rocks. I mean, nice, you know? And I was just like, oh, you know, Bob Hoskins, this guy's awesome. You know, he's just like all suave and everything, you know, he even cuts, you know, jokes here and there, you know, when he's like, you know, he's like, he's like, he's like what do you think you're doing chump who you calling chump chimp you know and then he goes Ooga booga. <laughs> and then when he meets doom for the first time you know he says like he he's like you tried kokomo you know um or whatever and he's like i heard Kokomo's really nice this time of year and then that's he's like and he gets the, he shakes his hand he's like number one seller you know the butt. so i liked i you know i thought he was great uh he was he was an awesome actor and also too like just to make it seem believable the way that film was shot please watch the 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 special like features on the dvd you see how bob hoskins like when they were they talk about him how he was able to pull off to make it believable that he was interacting with something that wasn't there because when you watch that movie when you see him looking at something like at roger you really believe he's looking at roger in reality there's nothing there But I don't know. Like, just what he did, his mime acting to make it seem like he's grabbing onto things, pulling Roger his ears and all that. I I, I mean, Christ. Yeah, I thought
0: that was really good. Like, especially, like, the office scene where, like, he catches uh, Roger, like, inside his bed when he pulls the bed down. Yeah. And it felt like that constant, like, pulling and just, like, you Mm -hmm. know. I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah. I mean, and I thought that was... I thought that he was such a great actor when he did that. And he kept, like, the eye contact, the same thing. Like, it, like he didn't seem awkward. You know, like, sometimes when there's... I, I don't know. I feel like sometimes when people, like, deal with, like, cartoons and real people, and they, it's kind of like an awkwardness, you just tell, like, they don't know how to react. But I thought it was pretty cool.
2: Yeah. Well, what would you think... Okay, since we recently just did Back to the Future, what did you think as Christopher Lloyd as Judge Doom...
0: I I could, I, I thought he was pretty evil. I think they could have did something different with his costume. I didn't like it. Really? I mean, I, I didn't like it.
2: Why? I, well, really? Okay, okay. Yeah, Let's just, get into I, this. Why? What was wrong with this costume? Like, what? What was the issue?
0: I felt like it was too plain to be a villain.
2: Really? But you would pic- picture because it's like when it comes to like this cool little secrets when it comes to film, like not secrets, but little things that that are just subtle but they to the audience it's like when you see villains they tend to be in the shadows they tend to be dark and black and this and that and when you see the 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 heroes they're usually in bright lights they're they're lit well you know and i felt like all in black you know judge doom the name doom i i thought it was like it was perfect i love this look you know shaved head when he takes off his hat just has a little bit of like hair on his head like he looks sinister i loved his but I
0: think I think he was great, and I think the like his acting. Just was, his
2: costume was weak.
0: I, I I thought so. I think it was missing a couple things.
2: What do you what, what what would you if you were the costume designer, Renata, the costume designer? What would you have done differently?
0: I think I would have got rid of the hat. Really? I feel like I, I feel if you want to be considered evil, like if you really want to go, because I, I feel like when you want to do somebody evil, they should either be bold, or like or like you know have a big head.
2: Wait, they should but- either be. Bold or bald?
0: You know what I'm saying? No,
2: I don't know what you're saying. I'm oh, seriously asking. Bald. Are you saying they're bold? Like they have to be bold? Like a bald like
0: head, head shaved off? Oh, like, okay.
2: Like, so if someone's gonna be evil, they need to have a bald head? All right, yeah. thanks. I,
0: then no, I mean, I, cause y, cause you could just tell. Like, I mean, like when you, cause like even when I was in film class, like you could tell like people or if, or if they have really crazy hair or like you know or maybe he needed like a bigger nose. I feel like people with big noses and or like bald he- bald heads. Yeah. I I just I feel like the hat should have been I I would have loved the I would have, I love the whole outfit. I think no hat I think it would have been good. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. It's like that little things.
2: Yeah. I, no, I get it. I mean, it's, it's cool. Like I've never this is the first, that but I, would, I like it. I like that the
0: hair. I think it would have been perfect. Don't cover it up.
2: Just a bald and. head, just walking around without his bald. No, that was. What about those those cool round glasses, Potterish glasses? Just, I do like those. Okay, so it's just the hat that you felt like we could have removed the hat, and he would have been more sinister because you got like he was so skinny for that role. Like his, his, he had that like jaw straight, jaw flat, and that bald head with that little hair would have just made him look more sinister.
1: Yeah,
0: I feel like I, I feel like that would have been good. Mm, okay, and I and he he did play another creepy part in Dennis the Menace. I forget
2: what one he is. Uh,
0: he's really... I mean, I don't want to get into... I don't want to get into, like, movies or anything like that, but he can be pretty sinister. He can be pretty creepy and...
2: Well, he's a, he's a great character actor. That's... I mean, yeah. he played Fester, you know? He freaking played Fester in, in the... I'm actually
0: watching right now on Netflix. It's actually yeah. on my, um uh green (laughs) (laughs) radio.
2: all right well so there you go but i I mean like i said um i thought christopher lloyd his performance was great seeing him coming from back to the future to this like me as a child because um like I, i i remember i i loved you know i was like oh my gosh i like this guy so whenever i saw him in something i just loved him like i remember clue the movie clue Whenever we would play Clue, I always wanted to be Professor Plum. Why? Because Christopher Lloyd was Professor Plum, you know, like, (laughs) and, and, but yeah, I thought he was great as Judge Doom, you know, and, and the, the, the characters, like the, like, like the weasels, I thought were an awesome addition to the freaking, just his, his, like, little thugs, you know. I don't understand why they die when they laugh. Like, I wish there was a backstory to that. Like, like, is that all cartoons or is that just weasels that whenever they laugh, you know?
0: well, weasels were always in hyenas like they they like they had like they did have a laugh and like you know like to make it like funny you know hey yeah. weasels weasels like to laugh and like i don't know i guess like weasels were always the even like they referred to humans yeah like, oh you're a weasel you're a jokester you know do you, you, you play tricks you laugh too much so i guess that's the whole thing like oh if you make them like off really hard, though or they're gonna die, or like die laughing. Remember how I always tell you, like, oh, I was dying laughing. Yeah, they're gonna put. They probably put that in there. I thought it was pretty clever. I don't think there was something wrong with it. I liked it.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I mean, like I said, the weasels were. They, they, I I love them. I you know the one thing that that um, what, what was really cool about this movie it was it was groundbreaking. Like, like when it comes to. Uh, Robert Zemeckis you know the guy who directed this movie he did Back to the Future he did the Back to the Future series and one of my things is I believe this movie is his masterpiece you could say oh what the oh you know okay Back to the Future is a great movie but seriously everything that had to get done in order for this movie to be made and and what was going on it's seriously it's groundbreaking for the time no cg like at that time everything completely hand-drawn filming like every single frame of that film you know that it featured a cartoon character just being hand drawn for every single frame techniques that that one thing animators hate is moving the camera when there's live action shots and they said why what this is a stupid rule why did the animators come up with that rule because they were lazy so like the head animation director for that for the film you know said we can do this and yeah man they spent two years and and and, and, and post production like so much went into making this movie you know another thing Steven Spielberg like like or, or the book originally has to deal with with comic strip characters so people who are in like the funnies on sunday papers so that's who were really the characters that come out in in the in the book in the in the movie they changed that to be cartoon characters so Spielberg personally went to these head companies who own the rights to like for instance they went to Warner Brothers and asked them, We would love to use your character. So at that point they said for the Looney Tunes they said, okay, we'll give we'll give you we'll give you the okay if both Bugs Bunny and Daffy Nuck, their two main head stars, you know, the basically Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck, you know, for Warner Brothers, share the exact amount of screen time as the other characters. And I thought that was pure genius how that scene where where Eddie Valiant's being chased by that, you know, uh, Edna Hyena, I think there's a. She, and, and he falls down and freaking Tweety Bird, he's like, hi Tweety. He's like,
4: oh, look, pitties. This little pitty went
2: to market, you know, and he's like, uh, no Tweety. No, and then he drops, Aah! and then he runs into Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse. The exact, they're both skydivers. Yeah, and it was cool because that was their opportunity. We'll fit these exact same amount of screen time. And then he goes, you know, he's like, oh hi Eddie you, you know and he's like and he's like hey, you guys have a spare he's like uh I think bug does he's like he's like I got one but I don't think you want it he's like I do I do give it to me he's like oh you better give it to him buzz you know and he, I, I mean and, and he gives it to him and then he's,
0: he's such an asshole if you think about it
2: he <laughs> is He, he, he seriously <laughs> bugs is an a-hole you know um but mm-hmm. yeah but when he falls he's like, He's like, oh, poor fella. He's like, yeah, eh, ain't I a stinker? And I'm like, yeah, you are a stinker. You almost killed someone, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And then you got Bugs and Daffy both playing the piano. You know, dueling pianos, you know? And I love that. He's like, does anybody understand this, duck? You know? "Ah, You know, I can't even do that on the duck. I'm not even going to bother trying, you know? And I like that when they're playing. He's like, this means war. And then.
3: I've worked with a lot of wise quackers, but you are despicable. God damn, Stan and This is the last time I work with someone with a speech impediment. This means war. Let me understand what this duck is saying?
2: They're, like, going back. Oh, that, that scene is pure awesomeness. Like, that seriously is my favorite. One, I love Donald Duck, but seeing these two ducks, the two of, like, the black sheep of the world of, like, Disney and, and, and Looney Tunes, they're, like, the black sheep. And, and they, they, together, just their attitudes, them fighting. Oh, awesome. And when will you ever see that again? Like, when will you see these? This was the first time we saw all these characters from different companies come together for one movie you know and like i said spielberg went personally and asked them like and that's what got these studios involved because spielberg at that time you know i mean he's still huge now but at this time during the 80s it was just like when you learn that spielberg was involved in the film boom actors just came on board and people people were just like i want to be in this movie and and what sucks is that we could have had bill murray as eddie valiant But they couldn't get a hold of Spielberg and Zemeckis were trying to get a hold of of Bill Murray and they couldn't get a hold of him. And they mentioned that in an interview. And Bill Murray has stated this in an interview that when he found out reading that interview, when he found out he was in a public place and he screamed out loud because he would have done it. He would have said so we could have almost had Bill Murray. Imagine Bill Murray as Eddie Valiant. I think it would have been awesome, though. We have Bob Hoskins and it's why we're doing this cool tribute now because Bob Hoskins is awesome, too. But it almost could have been Bill Murray because that's who they wanted initially. You know, Tim Curry, the guy who you know from you know uh, plays uh, you know I I can't even think of the character, but oh, Doctor Frankenfurter, you know from Rocky Horror Picture Shows. You know, uh, (laughs) you (laughs) know he um, Tim Curry. You know it. He freaking he he auditioned to play Judge Doom, but his audition did like just literally terrified everybody in that room you know robert zemeckis steven spielberg you know uh i i i uh whatever the guy who was in charge of disney at the time like all these guys were like whoa so trim curry was way you know so but i mean they still had a great casting but it's just it's so groundbreaking this movie i, I mixing the animation with this like it was cool the music seriously uh alan silvestri i don't know how to pronounce his last name again robert zemeckis is right hand man when it comes it's like burton and and danny alfman you got this guy creating a great score but then you got the jazz music how they the influence like they had the, the huge influence of like film noir like that style of music the jazz of the time mixing it with this movie and you have like an orchestra but you also have jazz and what i learned was that once the music was i mean the movie was filmed. The, they got a jazz band to watch the scenes, and they literally improvised the music. They're like, "All right, what are we feeling?" So when Jessica Ra- Jessica Rabbit walks in the room, what you're hearing is them just starting to improvise the sound. Like, "All right, this is what we feel." We're because jazz is really feeling like what you're playing is like we're blues. You know, you're, it's your feelings being played out into the music. So they're So when you see Jessica Rabbit, this is what they felt. It sounded like when Jessica would walk into the room, and boom, you got that. You know, like Eddie's theme, I swear, I love that theme. It's so it's just sweet. Like, I love that theme, you know. I'm going to be playing this, the music, while the episode is playing, like, so you'll hear it. But all in all, groundbreaking film. So much just about this movie is awesome. You know, mixing in the reality of what happened to the red car with, you know, the freeways and all that, where literally automobile companies were going around buying the red car, destroying them. So they could get people to rely on buying cars, you know. So this stuff was actually real, you know. And and they they got caught for creating fake companies and buying up the red cars, so they could destroy them. So they did take this from the real the real news and all that. So this story is almost in reality minus the tunes, you know. But it's 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 a great movie. All these characters, the voices, you know. All in all, I loved it.
0: I really, 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 really loved it. Mm-hmm. I really did. I. I thought it was just great. I really thought it was, you know. I mean, I don't know what else to say because it just it's if it's if it's a movie that I really enjoy. I just like it.
2: So, yeah. so like what what is your like what's your favorite scene? Like I mean, you got the great climax of the film where they're freaking Judge Doom, you know, when it reveals he killed his brother, you know, like the, the Eddie Valiant's brother and you're like, "Oh my gosh, he's the tomb and he's like, Remember me, Eddie, when I killed your brother? I talked just like that. You know, he screams all that <laughs> like, loud. I can't do it right now. But, I mean, you're like, whoa, you know. And then, when he's all fighting with the sword. And it's witchcraft. Oh, it's witchcraft. <laughs> oh I knew. And on it, it's simply taboo. And it, <laughs> I always loved that scene as a kid because I just like that sword. And I realized later on, I'm like, oh, that's Frank Sinatra. Right on. I didn't know that as a kid, you know. Uh, I'll like, do that. Like what, what? What? Whoa! I mean, what? Just tell me. You tell me scenes you love. Uh,
0: I love when Daffy and um, Donald reversing each other. Yeah. I at the piano.
2: Seriously, yeah. That
0: was- it was. It, I, I just love that. I loved Mickey and Bugs Bunny together in that one scene. I love. <laughs> I love the part where Baby Herman. It's in the beginning, and then like he literally, like you said, like brushes through the scary He's like, "Excuse me, tuts. <laughs> like, he,
2: <laughs> like
0: just little like stuff like that. Um, I love Jessica Rabbit's uh, walk-in scene.
2: Oh uh, yeah,
0: I loved. I, I love her. She's just so amazing. Like besides, you know, I I just love her. Well, She's she, a I mean,
2: she
4: uh,
2: okay. Here, you know what? Here's another F you she's like a She's
0: like a girl... She's like a woman that, like, every girl wants to be. Like, wants to be glamorous, wants to be sexy, wants all guys to, like, flaunt over her and beautiful, you know. I just want to... If I was a cartoon, I would want to be her as a woman.
2: Yeah. yeah. And then her famous line, he's like, I'm not I'm not bad, I'm just drawn that way. But, yeah. like, she, F you to the woman. It's like, okay... Remember when first Eddie Valiant shows up to, Ac- again, Acme Warehouse. And then Jessica Rabbit goes, bah, slaps him. He's like, I hope you're proud of yourself and those pictures you took. And she walks off. Why is she slapping him? She still did. I mean, that's the thing. Patty Cake. Okay. You Earlier you were trying to say, oh, uh, you know, does Patty Cake mean, like, sex in the cartoon world? And if so, she flat out cheated on her husband. Even if, if she was, you know put up to it when she says that later on like she's like "Oh, you know i was forced or roger would never work in this town again still woman look at what the hell you're doing like you i mean if that it's because he's like
1: patty cake patty
2: cake oh not my jessica it can't be it won't be i'm just my life you know you start flipping all the the pictures off fast and this and that you know i, I mean seriously it's so cool but again she played bad. Like I don't know what the hell that means, but so I so because he took pictures, she's mad at him. It's like, hey, I hope you're proud of yourself, woman. She
0: had to act it out because she was she was like, but she had to play both sides. So she, I
2: guess, man. I mean, I you know I'll take your word for that, you know, um, but at the same time, I mean, I I, I don't know. She was a B, you know.
0: Listen, women are always taken wrongly in this world.
2: Yeah, it's like when she shows up and then his pants fall and then the white, the, his girlfriend shows up. She's like, mm-hmm. and he's like, looks down. He pulls up his pants. <laughs> that, that was funny. She. I'm not the bad.
0: I'm just drawn that way. Yeah,
2: and you know, it's just it's cool little things. Like, I mean, there's other stuff in the movie. Like, I, I swear, I love all these characters. The bullets, they're. My <laughs> wife oh, hurt- the bullets. They were great. What like, what is Sam Hill? Eddie Valiant, <laughs> you're set for sure, Raz. I ain't seen you nine on five years. Where you been? He's like, drunk. You feeling fresky tonight, fellas? Yeah, let's go. And then he shoots the first one. It's a Native American or an Indian at the time. Remember when he shoots it? He goes, and that's it. It's like, all right, there goes that bullet. <laughs> I don't know. It's cool. Freaking Toontown when he first shows up. The music just leading up sounds scary. Then he drives in, you know. Oh, son. Oh, just smile. And then, come on, Benny the Cab. Ah, what a great character that is.
0: Yeah, I, I love... I just love every character. Every character just had... Something funny to say. Like, I don't know. Herman has to be the funniest. I just love babies with, like, really manly voices and cigars. (laughs) 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 I love that. I don't know. (laughs) Hey, Toots, where's my bottle?
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's like, oh, that's just get me a paper. (laughs) Okay, okay.
1: Okay, okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I figure, you know, you can help since you're the one that put roger in trouble or whatever yeah i can't you know i like his voices. it's really great here's the thing though charles fletcher he's the voice of roger rabbit he dressed up as roger rabbit while making the movie hey whatever
0: helps helps
2: because what they would do is that for to help for a better reference for acting the voice actors were always off off camera doing the voices so when so when right there like when valiant you know or, you know, Bob Hoskins is re- saying his lines, acting out a scene. You have Charles Fletcher doing Robert... I mean, a Roger's voice. You know, so he'll say his voice, is line, or whatever. And, and, you know... But the thing was is that... Charles insisted that I'm... I'm taking this serious. I'm making a movie. So, he, he... They made a costume of Roger Rabbit for him. So, he was in full costume. I'll actually post an image. So, he was in full costume doing this role. And it was funny because the actor of... Of, of baby herman when he saw that he's like okay i am not gonna walk around in a pamper you know going around the movie and he laughs and 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 i was just like like it's just like crazy i was like okay he, i know he he saw that as a joke but like when everybody like i'm like i don't know like i'm like did they laugh like did they take him serious or what like or were they just like ah yeah, that's cool whatever floats your boat you know like or like dude what's wrong with this guy because i know bob hoskins did feel like man this guy's nuts but i loved- remember
0: I remember, though, like, a lot of actors and actresses do that. Like, I forget what movie it was, but there was a, someone, some woman played a Disney villain, and she, what she would do is she would wear long nails, and that's made her feel like she, I think, what was it? Who was it? Oh, I totally forget. Um, but yeah, like, she had, like, really, really sharp nails, and, and like, you know, and just to make her feel like that she was wicked. And she was just like in character, and I thought that was like really cool.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, because you would do anything just to like, you know, make yourself
2: a character. Yeah, that's true. I mean, one thing though, it's here's a here's a story that um they say it on the DVD thing where, when they were during the their break, when they were they all went to lunch, you know, and he was still in his his costume as Roger Rabbit, like there was other productions there and where they were all getting food, and they overheard being like like he's like hey that's that movie with the rabbit you know roger rabbit Then he's like man if that's if that's what roger looks like this movie's gonna be trash eh, you know and they honestly believe that was the movie they were doing that that was the rabbit <laughs> and and i mean obviously they were wrong but i mean still i find it odd that he dressed up like a rabbit but hey the movie was an, a huge success it made a ton of money and there's been talks of a sequel for the long time in which they were actually going to do a sequel and it was going to be a prequel. And it was supposed to take place with Roger, um, with uh, another character, like, you know, like an Eddie Valiant character almost like where it's, it's, it's the whole upbringing of how Roger became Roger Rabbit, how he met Jessica Rabbit, so on and so forth. But it even had Roger going to World War II, going and fighting against the Nazis. But Spielberg backed out at that moment because he felt that i can't take light of nazis because he ended up making schindler's list so the sequel at that point didn't happen but then as years went on they tried again and even in 1998 you could actually find this i showed renata before we even started recording there is a cg test they did for disney and they said here here here, here's the idea Uh, this is roger rabbit with cg but at that time this 1998, so this is, you know, I mean, Pixar was still barely brand new, you know, and Disney declined. They're like, meh, they're like, whatever about it. I mean, it's sad that we almost could have got a CG, but Disney really didn't feel the the lure of CG yet, you know. They weren't there yet, and it, and it sucks, but like I said, you can look this up. Just put Roger Rabbit 2 uh, CG test, and you'll see the cool clip, um, but yeah, but just as the, the, the most recent was... Robert Zemeckis during the press tour of Flight saying that there's a script completed, that they're going to do it. And so who knows? We might get a Roger Rabbit Part 2. You know, I would love to see that over a sequel to Back to the Future because they'll never do a sequel to Back, but I know Roger Rabbit 2, hopefully, you know, it'll be more of a prequel. So let's see if we get it, you know? I, I just hope if they do do a sequel, um, actually, no, that wouldn't make sense because... Well, if they do a sequel that takes place, you know, currently, that would be awesome because then they could feature CGI characters like the Toy Story. But Robert Zemeckis did say that if they were to do a sequel, he doesn't want to go the route of CG. He, he would say certain elements would be CG, but he still wants to do all original animation. So who knows what would happen. But there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's our, our big old long discussion of who framed Roger Rabbit too. So uh, any final words on the movie?
0: you haven't seen it please go see it it's, it's it's an awesome fun movie and um a lot of great cartoon characters that you would probably remember when you were younger
1: yeah
2: so. looks like they give us the slip hey boss. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love like i said i love those weasels don't get why they died still it doesn't make sense to me i mean but like i said
1: bye
2: bye <laughs> he just floats away bye bye and he like flies. I, I liked him. I liked he was psycho. That was my favorite. And I
0: love um like, you know, what is it? Porky the pig. He's like, that, that's all folks, like, you know, like and that's how you for, guess first started the that's all folks thing. You know? Oh
2: yeah, he's like, Hmm, I like the sound of that. And he there. he's like he's like, That's all folks. I like yeah, that was that was a nice way to end it. Like that was really good. And that was Mel Blank was the one that provided a lot of Looney Tunes voices. Um, you know the the head guys like you know Bugs Bunny, all of those. You know you Pig, and this was the last time he provided the voices for any of these characters before he ended up passing. Um, but yeah, like it, it was just so cool getting all these people involved in this movie. You know, like it's never gonna happen again. That's why when people like I know this goes off topic, obviously. When it and it's the same topic, but off in the sense of movies. But it's why. i i I say how groundbreaking that is and i'm like i always make this reference where people start talking about the marvel movies and how you know you got sony fox and freaking disney all owning these movies and they're like they always ask me like man do you think they'll ever have like x-men with the avengers all this and that because they're all marvel they should be in the same universe and i always tell them the only way that would be possible is if all these guys do a roger rabbit and they're like, they. A lot of people never get what the hell I'm referring, what I'm referring to. And I'm like, yeah. If they could all agree the way they did back when, when Warner Brothers agreed with Disney to use their characters, then yeah, they would make a ton of money. Like, it, 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 it. Everybody would get a paycheck, and it was so easy for them to just do a Roger Rabbit, and for them to agree. All right, you know what? You want to use our X-Men? Go for it. Use it. We get a profit. Blah blah blah. Shake hands. Boom. You got yourself another masterpiece. You got yourself another Roger Rabbit. But. I don't think... Uh, there's too much money involved. People are just stupid nowadays. And, and we'll never... I don't think we'll ever see anything like this remotely close to anything like this ever again. It's the It was the first and the last time. So, this right here is... Every time there's movies throughout the time where you feel this was just timeless. Where this movie was just for its time. Or, you know, or something just about this movie where it's just like... It, 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 it was groundbreaking. We're like, wow... Never again will we see anything remotely close to this, you know? And and I think this is one of those movies. This is one of those movies, honestly, that it, to me, um, like, this will never happen again. And it's so great. So, yeah. So, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's our talk on Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So, before we go, I always give you Sanchez' 80s song of the week. So, this week, um, just based on lyrics, I mean, hell, maybe it could completely mean something else, but uh, like I, I made a reference earlier to the fact that it's like, you know, things have been tough, things have been hard, so I thought I'd go in some route where, like, for here's a song that I always felt like, like, it's one of those where, like, you know, you just feel like you're, you're, everything is holding you back and this and that, like, it's just holding you down, you're like, oh man, and you know, but then. It's just like... I don't know. Something about this song just makes it sound like... Everything's gonna be alright. But it's just like... It's cool because it's like... It's almost like... I mean... I don't know how to explain it. All I gotta say is that this song... Is is done by by Prince. It's called Pop Life. You know? I have yet to... You know? Uh, you know? Hell... Everybody everybody knows... You know? Who freaking Prince is. Uh, the, uh, it, it was during the time... You know? Like Prince of the Revolution and all that. So there's a song. It's called Pop Life. Pop Life, I love it. It sounds great. The little drum beat, the bass. thats in. It's, just, it's a great song, the way it sings. And it's, you know, it's just all about, like, it feels like everything is getting you down the world Unless you got that pop life, you know. And it's just, I don't know. I love this song. So I thought I'd share it with you guys. You know, give you that little pop and get it. <laughs> but yeah, so check it out. You know, the song was released July 10th, 1985. So it was released, once again, 85, man. Something about 85. It was a great freaking year. And Renata has no idea about it because she wasn't there. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So there we. Wait, go. I
0: can only think and dream and research.
2: So mm-hmm. there we go. So there's your song, '80s song of the week, "Pop Life" by Prince. So there you have it. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you an extra bonus song. It's the exact same song, but it's a cover version done by dead or alive and they're the ones that did you spin me right brown you know and brand new lover um they're they're the ones that did that uh, The that song they did a version of this song much later in a tribute album for prince and i love that version so much and it almost sounds like Susie's and the banshees um kiss them for me in the very beginning you'll think that's what song it is so i'm gonna give you both songs so i'll give you the original then i'll give you the cover so there you have it. Alright, so Renata, let's have some last words. We gave him the extra special long episode.
0: Yes, um, I hope you really liked this episode. I honestly thought it was probably one of those movies that, yes, he full-on admitted, and I was a little embarrassed about it was my first time seeing. But, and again, I kind of felt good, you know, letting you all know how I truly feel about this movie. And just, like, my first reactions on this. Because, uh, honestly, I think... Sanch enjoyed it, you know, hearing my, my reaction about it. So, yeah. And, uh, I hope you guys, if you guys have, like I said, if you haven't seen it, go see it. If you have seen it before, watch it again. So.
2: Yeah. And I feel bad because I felt like I over talked Renata so much in this episode. <laughs> no,
0: no. Cause clearly, clearly you knew a lot more information this episode than me. So I give it to you. I bow down to him. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, there you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So there you have it. That's our episode. We had such a great time. But it's time that me and Renata get together, get within Benny the Cab, and travel 88 miles per hour to go back to the future.
3: Be no water When the fire blows it Everybody needs a thrill We all got a space to fill Everybody can't be on top But nothing ain't you funky Unless it's got that pop Everybody needs a thrill Unless it's got that, it's got that fun. Everybody needs a thrill We all got a space to fill Everybody can be on top But life ain't too funky Unless it's got that smile. It
2: too funky, Unless it's got that, It's got that Pop Hey everyone, Sanch here Make sure to check out the Brothers Bear Podcast Live A comedy show where two brothers and their best friend Talk about everything from movies, cartoons, video games, comics, TV, music And everything else entertainment We are live every Monday night at 7pm Pacific, 10pm Eastern Only on RantRadioNetwork.com
4: Hey, sorry for interrupting this great podcast you're listening to. But I'm Cody from Yeah, A Lot of People Like That, a great new movies podcast. Myself, along with my co-host Charlie, sit down and attempt to catch up on some movies that have passed us by. Recent episodes include box office hits such as The Avengers and Silver Line's Playbook, along with some smaller movies such as Cabin in the Woods and I Saw the Devil. Join us as we give a second opinion on movies, while also talking recent movies, movie trailers, movie news, and just pretty much anything else. Else we want to talk about. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook, and listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher. You don't have to search the whole long name of the show. We made it simple. Just search Yelpcast. That's Y-A-L-P-C-A-S-T. Yelpcast. Nice, short, and simple. Give us a listen. You won't regret it. Now back to your regular scheduled program. This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.